Hello and welcome back to the folklore, folks. We are your hosts, Local Forest Truth and Unfathomable Shadow Being. And yes, we will be doing that every episode. Thank you very much. Yes. And now we will not take criticism. <laughs> um, so before we get into this, of course, we uh, have to make a little bit of a disclaimer that there may be subjects that are dark or sensitive. Um, just know that we, uh, if, if you feel uncomfortable with the said subjects, please click off. Um, we don't want our fans to be too discouraged. Um, and any topics talked about here, historically, culturally, locally, we do it with the utmost respect, and any sarcasm that's talked about here is mainly for comedy's sake. Alright, and um, as stated before, um, we do have a, a little bit of an email for fans to send us uh, any topics or cre- uh, constructive criticism. Um, and sorry if I sound a little bit off, I've had quite the allergies. I love Ohio. It's, it's great. It's great. Alrighty, so let's get into it. Alright, so today we're venturing to the mountains of Colorado. Just a tiny hop away from last episode. I'm sorry, <laughs> not. <laughs> I had to slip it in there. Um, yeah, so today we're going to be covering the Colorado Slide Rock Bolter. It's a mouthful of a name. Um, yeah, this is quite the title. Yep. Um, now this creature, whoa, goodness, this critter supposedly encountered in the West by lumberjacks in the 19th and early 20th centuries is a strange creature. If your listeners haven't heard of the slide rock boulder before, I'll give you a few seconds to guess what you think it is, or at least what animal it supposedly looks like. So what you're probably thinking of is like a maybe a beaver or maybe even one of those uh, Perry the platypuses. Maybe um, a penguin because it slides. Maybe a penguin, yeah, that yeah that that would make sense. That would definitely oh, make sense. Imagine if there were penguins in Colorado. Oh my gosh, it'd be <laughs> like a I don't I don't know if you ever watched it, but a movie called Over the Hedge. Yes. Uh, it, it would be like the squirrels. They all just pop out yes. of the trees. <laughs> oh my gosh. Well, so the slide, the Colorado slide rock boulder, surprise, surprise, is a whale. Yes, you were all wrong. This makes no <laughs> sense, but wrong. we love it. <laughs> it's a whale. <laughs> it's a freaking whale. <laughs> it's a big whale. A big mountain whale. So, and again, this is Colorado. Yeah. Google a map if you need to, but uh, note that the closest thing to water in Colorado is probably streams and ponds. Some lakes. But yeah, it's a landlocked state. Yeah. So, how a whale got here is interesting. <laughs> so, the Colorado Slide Rock Bolter. Um, 
was slash is essentially a giant whale. Um, so now I'm just thinking, uh, uh, uh what, what was that show? Um, Flapjack with Bubby? Yeah. Bubby the Whale? Yeah. Have you seen that? I've not seen it, but I've heard about it. <laughs> but it's basically this, this, like, really sarcastic whale that's just always sassy. That's and I'm just thinking about now just, like, sniping from a mountaintop. Oh, no. <laughs> it's depicted with massive head, huge gaping mouth, tiny eyes, and as well as having a dolphin-like tail with hook-like appendages. So other than the last part, I think this is describing me. Oh no. Mitchell, have you been in the mountains of Colorado in the 19th and 20th centuries? Well, some people do say I look older than I am. Have you been terrorizing lumberjacks? All the time. (laughs) They always make bark jokes, so I bark back. Oh my gosh. The creature would supposedly hang on the top of mountains with a slope greater than 45 degrees with tail with its tail hooked over the peak. So first off, we're not only talking about a whale on top of a mountain that slides down and harasses lumberjacks. We're also talking one with a with a uh math degree. Yeah. Because it's, apparently it's pretty picky. It, it's this is planned. This is premeditate premeditated. <laughs> oh my gosh. This is the whale sniper. Oh no. <laughs> Wait uh waiting for prey to unwittedly wander its into its path, then release its tail. So okay, so now I have no sympathy for any of the lumberjacks that were attacked. Is if I see a giant whale hanging from on top of a mountain with a protractor in hand, I I, I have like no sympathy for them because it's a whale. Okay, I gotta like, say, like I can't imagine like it was probably easily seen, so. I mean, I know a whale's big, but like sometimes in the mountains, you don't you don't expect to see a whale, so you're not gonna think you see a whale. You know what I mean? <laughs> like I get it, but like I I I don't know. It's just like a big whale. It's hanging. It's so big. Oh my god, this is bat whale. Bat whale. Whale. And this is now bat whale. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, the slide rock bolter, much like like its name, would then barrel down the mountainside, destroying everything in its path and swallowing up any and all poor creatures that could not get out of the way. Wait, this, is... this isn't a whale. This is Kirby. Oh, you know what it might be, but like this is <laughs> this is a testament to all those more those movies you watch. Where there's like something really big, like a skyscraper or something falling, and people run lengthwise instead of out of the oh way. Oh my <laughs> gosh! Yeah, like uh, like a like a big tower is coming down, or like a like a skyscraper is coming down, and no one seems to understand 
physics. If you, if you run sideways, you'll get out it of it. It might not quicker. hit you. Yeah. That's my one of my biggest movie pet peeves. <laughs> that and um oh what 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 is it? Um, whenever someone po- like stands still in in like a horror movie when they're getting chased, like yeah. they see the thing coming and it's like, oh, I guess I'll just stand here. I like I'm well, scared, but I'm not gonna run. That's like the third lesser known fighter, uh, fight or flight. It's freeze, <laughs> like deer. <laughs> Fear. <laughs> Victim, you freeze. <laughs> It was, it was not, not effective. Not effective. <laughs> the uh, this this sucker is moving so fast at this point that it just continues up the next mountain. Oh my gosh, this is Tony Hawk. Continues up the next mountain, hooks its tail again, and waits. So this thing is doing <laughs> this thing is doing kickflips up mountain. <laughs> He's doing all the tricks. He goes down. <laughs> It's it's like it's it's like the bird game that you go down the slopes and collect all the queens. Oh my gosh, yeah. What 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 was that called? Um, I don't remember, but I so vividly remember playing it. Oh. Now I'm just imagining this thing as like a big Sonic fan. Oh my gosh. <laughs> because he's just doing all Oh my gosh. What if he thinks that these creatures are actually rings and th- and this is how he gets bonus points maybe it so apparently its favorite snack is tourists which i can understand because tourists usually suck at keeping keeping an area clean yeah Oh my gosh, was this just like a big like myth that the the lumberjacks oh. kept up? Just no, so, so that I people do, wouldn't throw I trash do... at them. Okay, here's the thing. Here's the thing. There is a lot of that going into this. So oh. like like the frog uh the Loveland Frogman, um eventually we were gonna get to some like actual like cryptid cryptids, but this one later we'll get into where this myth comes from this story comes from with the slide rock boulder but a lot of during the time it was seen was when there was a lot of deforestation and like um logging out west and there's a specific story in the slide rock boulder tale that talks about a town so we can like a very specific town it wasn't like just some town out west that gives gives a name and like it was of a real town and so you can have like a definite like solid location for where this was happening and you can go and look at that and see what all the cultural stuff that was going on around it and one of the things was very much the influx of like conservationists coming in and trying to stop the logging Interesting. And so this story, there's some like speculation that it came out of this conflict between the industry 
um, the conservationists and like, and not, I'm not saying one side was good or bad, but there was like bad things happening in the logging industry, um, which I'm not going to go into depth to, but I, there's a lot of stuff that happens, but like the so mass for <laughs> So it cuts deep, huh? It does. It does. Cut, it does cut a little deep, but no, like there's some speculation that the story of this creature was um, to explain away why some of the mountainsides were just completely stripped of trees. Oh. And they and... said hippies only smoked pot. <laughs> but yeah, so there's a lot of outside like stuff that was happening during this time period that goes into the story. But nonetheless, it is an enjoyable story. Yes. Alrighty. So that was a huge tangent. <laughs> oh no, no. Happy to hear it. I, I didn't know that. Uh so kind of adding on to that, the slide rock bolter predominantly hunted in the warm months, gulping up tourists in the mountains. Which yeah, makes sense for... because, like you wouldn't they don't do uh, log cutting in the winter, do they? Well, I mean, I think they, they might have, like, years and years ago, because it might be easier to move stuff on the snow with, like, sleds. Um... But I don't know. I think I think predominantly most of the I need to fact check that, but the, most of the hunting, not the hunting, the logging happened in the warmer months. So you're saying that would be a bad idea? It very well would be. <laughs> Crickets. <laughs> that'll be our next. That'll be our next cryptid. The origin of Mitchell's jokes. <laughs> No. <laughs> so the tail of the slide rock bolter was one of the many critters brought to us by William Thomas Cox. Um, do you have any info on him? Well, okay. So if you don't know who that is, don't worry. I'll tell you all about him. Well, not all about him because he'll probably come up later in this podcast at some point because he's a pretty cool dude. Um, So William Thomas Cox was born in 1878 and was the first state forester and commissioner of conservation in Minnesota. So he holds a pretty good, good rank within the forester field and whatnot. All this ecological stuff that's going on. He really Um, laid down some roots, huh? Oh my gosh. (laughs) <laughs> Thank you, but also <laughs> All right, so he um wrote uh several articles in different magazines all related to nature and conservation. Like he was uh there's a lot of stuff that he wrote and was engaged in that I um but most famously, he is known for his, in quotations, famous uh, fantasy field guide, which is what I'm dubbing it, um, 
because it, it, it's really cool and it was published in 1910 entitled fearsome critters of the lumber woods with a few desert and mountain beasts so you're hearing it now folks um oh what, what was that harry potter movie that came out uh uh about Newt Commander and the Fantastic Beasts and where to find them. No, yeah, you're, wait. You're hearing it. Yeah. You're hearing it now. This is the prequel. No, I said that wrong. <laughs> wait. <Is> it, <laughs> I said that wrong. Is it Fantastic wait, no, it is, Beasts? No, it is right. It is right. Sorry. Yeah, it's Fantastic Beasts and where to find where, them. Yeah, okay. I was mixing it up with something else. Never mind. But no, I was So you're that hearing was it now, folks. <laughs> This is the prequel. This is the OG. This is the real wizards. <laughs> yep. So this was a collection of lumberjack tales and corresponding illustrations of creatures from all corners of the United States. It was set up as a tall tale field guide for all the stories and stories lumberjacks came up with or creatures they encountered another forester coart du bois the boy i think the boy coart de bois i'm Court saying that so wrong i did not take french <laughs> all right so dat boy that boy <laughs> so dat boy drew the illustrations and a botnet uh, George Bishop Setworth included Latin taxonomic names for each creatures. So wait, they, they literally made up an entire like story arc. Uh-huh. It's like a whole wiki like for all these different critters. There's a lot. Oh my gosh. That's... Is this like the SCP? Is this like how we I know mean, the SCPs are real? Kind of. I mean, yeah. Oh, uh, but like the jackalope is con- is in this. Oh, okay. And some other like there's some cute critters in there, like the cactus cat, which I'd love to cover. I feel like there's a smaller one though. And then some other not so cre- cre- cute creatures. I can't talk today. <laughs> but yeah, so um, I wanted to give a a quote from William Thomas Cox about this work um and he says um the lumber regions are contradicting stretches of forest that once seemed boundless are all but gone and and many a stream is quiet that once ran full of logs and echoed with this to the song of the river driver some say that the old type of logger himself is becoming extinct it is my purpose in this little book to preserve at least a description and sketch of some of the interesting animals which he has originated just and no man simply goes into Mordor. No, and it's honestly, that is a... With all this stuff that's going on during this time period, I, I gotta say this little this little blurb is is quite wholesome. Yeah, it's, it's really... Like, so this guy really cared about keeping the yeah. natural uh, area around him. Yeah. Which is really interesting to see, especially, you know, pre-1960s. Yeah. This is, like, not necessarily the earliest, but really early on, and all the conservation efforts and stuff. And so it is... 
Yeah. That's really cool. We might actually have to do like a, uh, if they're like, sh- like we'll, we'll take up some of like the shorter monsters. Yeah. Like the, the cryptids and maybe do that in one episode. If people cool. are interested. Yeah. I'm honestly interested because I, I looked up the cactus cat and it is adorable. It is adorable. <laughs> it's this, one of my that, favorites. That, that is totally a D&D creature. Oh, it is. It so is. So, n- now that we uh, kind of got past William, uh, we're going to try and get back on track, which honestly won't last too long. <laughs> I mean, we're still going to be talking about William a little bit because we're talking about his book, but... Yeah. we um, got to talk about the Colorado Slide Rock Boulder. Yay. <laughs> which I am very excited to see kind of what mayhem he wrote about. A... <laughs> I wouldn't know why a whale still like why not like a beaver or something like that or you know pull the ancient hedgehogs of time ancient hedgehogs of time so let's get into the bolter and for so I don't have to say uh, slide rock bolter a million times this he is the, he's now named Bob Okay, Bob. Bob the Bolter. <laughs> oh, Bob no! Bolter. No! Yeah. <laughs> I walked Can't right we into kill that it? Part. I walked right into that one. <laughs> Bob the Bolter. Can we eat it? <laughs> yes, we can. <laughs> yes! Alright, so here's a entry from uh, William on Bob the Bolter. In the mountains of Colorado, where in the in summers, eh, where in summer the woods are becoming infested with tourists, I told you they're parasites. <laughs> much uneasiness has been caused by the presence of Bob the Bolter. It's this like fright. Into- what? <laughs> it's like turning into a Mad Libs. <laughs> Oh my god, Krypton Mad Libs! I would totally oh, do that! Yes! <laughs> oh, that would be a cool merch idea. Oh, it would. This frightful animal lives only in the steepest mountain co- country, where the slopes are greater than 45 degrees. Seriously, it, it- oh my gosh, it actually- the, Bob- <gasps> That's why he's the- Bob the Bolter! <laughs> He's yes, the contractor. It's full circle. It's full He's circle. a contractor. <laughs> he built the mountains. He knows. He knows. It has an immense head with small eyes and a mouth somewhat on on the order of a sculpin. I am not sure what a sculpin is. Well, let's see what a sculpin is. Oh, it's a type of fish. Oh. Oh, it kind of looks like a... Like a... Like a a very barnacle-y blobfish. Yeah, he's kind of like... He's like one of the... Like the... The ground fish that goes a lot... What's it? That's not... They're not called ground fish. Feeder fish or whatever. Like the ones that go along the bottom with the big mouth. Oh. Okay. I think I might be the wrong classification. 
bottom feeder. That's what it's called. How dare That's you? That's the word I'm looking for. <laughs> Order of a sculpin running back beyond its ears. Oh, so... It has ears so, now? Oh my gosh, yeah, it has ears? <laughs> Is this just Bob the Builder? Oh no. So, it's got like a... Like a flubbery mouth all up to its ears but it's the size of a whale <laughs> he's a big uh, boy this thing's not, not this isn't as cute anymore no it's not <laughs> the tail consists of a divided flipper with enormous grab hooks which it fastens over the crest of a mountain or ridge so it does hang like a bat yeah oh that is terrifying I know it's just he just hangs out up there I told you this is all premeditated oh now I'm imagining it looking more like a, a face hugger yeah he's not just a whale he's a predator <laughs> Bob the bolter can <laughs> we eat it? yes we can <laughs> The tail consists of a divided flipper with enormous grab hooks, which it fastens over the crest of a mountain or ridge, often remaining there motionless for days at a time, watching the gulch for Taurus or any other hapless creature that may enter it. Oh, this is like, this is alien stuff. It's like the predator or something. I know. Oh. At the right moment, after sighting a tourist, it will lift its tail, thus loosening its hold on the mountain. And with its small eyes riveted on the poor, unfortunate, and drooling thin skid grease from the corners of its mouth, which greatly accelerates its speed, Bob comes down like a toboggan. Uh, toboggan. Oh, oh my god. (laughs) Toboggan. (laughs) Toboggan. I mean, uh, you, toboggan, I mean, you can, it's it's not the right pronunciation, but you can pronounce it that way. So, so now, um, all all of our lovely listeners, um, toboggans are now toboggans. Toboggans. (laughs) Okay, so. Now that we're laughing, I can pause this and say, holy crap. Holy crap. <laughs> this thing is terrifying. I like, know. I, I just imagine like a lumberjack is uh, like uh, marking out where they're going to be cutting the next day. And suddenly he just hears. <laughs> I think it would be a lot louder than that. <laughs> Gagging is right. <laughs> Bob the Bol- Bob the Bolter is very terrifying now. Uh, the Bolter comes down like a tobogan, uh, scooping in its victims as it goes. Its own impetus carrying it up the next slope, where it again slaps its tail over the ridge and waits. Whole parties of tourists are reported to have been gulped at one scoop by taking parties far back into the hills. The animal is a menace not only to tourists but to the woods as well. 
Many a draw through spruce-covered slopes has been laid low, the trees being knocked out by the roots or mowed off as by a scythe, where the bolter has crashed down through from the peaks above. <laughs> Can I say something real quick? Please do, because I'm terrified. Um, the physical solid moment in which you went from I'm reporting about this cryptid to I am a story writer DM. I gotta <laughs> be dramatic. Was oh my a, god. Like, solid switch. Like, this is some Clive Barker-level stuff. This is creepy. You went from us laughing about Tubogon, and then immediately was, like, dramatic. It was wonderful. Bob the Bulger is a serial killer. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Like, I want to know, did William Cox ever write horror novels? Maybe I don't know. He's he he's got some lovely language usage usage here. Oh, like I I absolutely love horror horror novels horror movies, and I have like there are very few authors that I've read that have that level of disturbing description without being gory. I know. Oh. The whole like drooling thin skid grease. Mm. Oh, that's I'm why just... he's got such a big mouth. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, I'm uncomfy. <laughs> it's very uncomfy. So there is another part of the story. Cox explains that there was a forest ranger that managed to trick Bob the Bolter <laughs> by setting up a dummy in the area between Ophir Peaks and Lizardhead, dressed up as a tourist with a Colorado guidebook and a Norfolk jacket. Bob, seeing a nice midsummer snack, took off down the mountain to cult this unwit- <laughs> unwitting tourist up. However, said, said dummy was stuffed with dynamite. <laughs> oh my gosh. We're trying to take care of a problem. Movie. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. They're literally luring this thing into a trap. Humans <laughs> are resourceful. <laughs> Oh my gosh! So, if you've seen our first episode, um, I may have complained possibly the whole time that barely anyone tried to attack this huge frog man <laughs> that gets up, gets in his car, and steals your wife. And, and Colorado, do you, you don't mess around, do you? Okay, fair. <laughs> the Loveland Frogman wasn't killing anyone. <laughs> that is true. <laughs> whole groups of tourists in one go. <laughs> but yeah, so, Colorado, so, don't mess around. Yeah, th- this, uh... This... <laughs> was this Forest Ranger ex-Marine or something like that? Uh, hmm, I don't know. He got his hands on some dynamite and he took care of the problem. 
And just thinking of how big this thing is, think all the time. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Bob is coming down. He's like, "Oh, I see a tubby one." Mm. Ooh. This is like some hardcore heartburn. Oh my gosh! <laughs> Cox continues. The resulting explosion flattened half the buildings in Rico, which were never rebuilt. So they didn't just like put a hole in this guy he they sent him to kingdom come (laughs) yeah it got it got got like they invented nukes a hundred years earlier (laughs) yeah but yeah this rico town is the town i was talking about earlier about being um an actual town and by the time this story was written Rico had pretty much fallen into like abandonment and had and so like it like claimed to the story that it got blown up. Well, Rico was one of the towns that came around during the whole logging stuff and just with all the stuff going on ended up falling. Oh wow. And so an actual so, place that existed. So Bob the Bolter saved Rico by blowing up a part of their building. <laughs> I mean, maybe. So wait, did, like, were those buildings actually destroyed? They weren't like, so much destroyed as just had, like, fallen to disrepair. Um, because like, because it was also, this is also the same time that a lot of the mining booms were happening. And so, um, here, I have an article pulled up about it. Um, according to Wandering Railroad at WordPress, um, I don't want to be wandering near any whales anymore. No, no wandering near whales. Um, The New Mexico Logging Company acquired the cutting rights for the price western yellow pine that grew near Rico and proceeded to raise the land. The lumberjacks who worked there must have seen the strips of rubble on the mountainside that marked the spots of abandoned mines and connected them to Rico's dilapidated buildings, coming up with the story of the Slide Rock Boulder to explain both the ruination of both landscape and town. Oh, okay. So, a little sober, sobering of our, our giggling, but it's it's interesting to know the backstory behind some of these folktales and whatnot. Yeah, because, because, yeah, like, a lot of these either came from either, like, someone thinking an iguana is a giant frog man. Yes. <laughs> or uh, nature conservationists suddenly got a lot more Stephen Kingy. <laughs> yes. I mean, in a way, it worked. Oh my but... gosh. I I came into this thing. Oh, this guy's gonna be cute. It's gonna be a little. He, he's he's a giant mud whale that slides in and takes care of litterers. Nope. And I crashed the party. <laughs> <laughs> Even the Kool-Aid man's like, oh no. Oh no. <laughs> oh my gosh. 
So, in conclusion, uh, if you're in Colorado and you see a hill exactly above 45 degree angle, um, don't go near it. Don't litter. Don't cut down your trees. Yeah, don't. Um, or you may be witnessing a giant uh, saliva-covered, greased-up whale shooting down, eating you, and then hooking back into another mountain with its scythe fins. As you dissolve into nothing in its stomach acid. Oh. Sorry, I probably shouldn't have said that. Oh, I... I, I... I need a shower after this. <laughs> okay. Survival tip, though. If you do happen to find yourself in a path of the Colorado Slide Rock Boulder, run sideways. Yes. Run the run the opposite direction of, of where it's going. Don't keep running down. Run sideways. Oh, my gosh. Alrighty. Well... This has been a disturbing one compared to uh, our very own Loveland Frogman. So this was the Colorado Slide Rock Bolter, a.k.a. Bob the Bolter. So for all that survived, <laughs> um, we, are ha- we were happy to have you. Um, Again, we are asking people um, if they have any uh, ideas, they want to hear about any other uh, cryptids, local lore, ghost stories, uh, feel free to email us at the, the folklorefolks at gmail.com. Uh, we are very happy to hear any ideas, creative criticism, anything. I need you to imagine, listeners, just raccoon hands. Give us. Gimme. Yes, give it. Gimme. Give. Gib. 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 Alrighty. So... I'm still in shock. (laughs) (laughs) Like, how do we (laughs) stop this? I'm I'm just kind of scared. (laughs) This thing disturbed me. (laughs) Okay, at least it's in Colorado. That is true. How far is Colorado from Ohio? Um, it's about (laughs) from Ohio to Colorado. It's about just under a three-hour flight. So thank the heavens you can't fly. Don't tell Bob that. He's a contractor. Because he could be here before nightfall. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. So, that is our show. Uh, we have been your hosts. And have a very spooky night. Stay safe, stay spooky. Yes, stay safe and stay spooky. Also, is that something in the trees? <laughs>